Hi there, this is Jacob Msipa, the senior pastor of Builders Church. I just want to thank you for taking time to listen to our podcast today. And I trust that it will bless and build your spirit. Enjoy the message and God bless you. We are continuing with our theme, Grace and Truth. Um, this is the Jesus here. Say Jesus here. And the Bible says when he came, he was full of grace and truth. Amen. And we've been sharing quite a lot on the subject of grace uh, in its many uh, dimensions. We are going to be continuing on the subject of giving grace. Giving grace, the the grace to give or uh, the grace of generosity. Amen. And and, and I was saying, Epinoni, probably you've had um, a teaching or a preaching on giving as on doing it before and and maybe it did not sit well with you um, I'm just challenging us to have our hearts opened um, so that we can receive and hear from God because I promise you it will it will be it will be different today it will hit differently uh, when when you hear it and maybe you know you you didn't have a good experience in as far as giving uh, you were hurt, you were disappointed. But uh, so in danger, but 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 I'm asking you that even if that's the case, because whatever that happened, it does not nullify the principle. Um, so just open your heart and and return, because this is something that is going to change our lives forever. Amen. Um, uh, and maybe you, 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 you've practiced it and it did not really work for you. I'm, I'm also challenging you to open your heart. Uh, this time around it will be different. Uh, this time around it will work for you if you can hear and believe. Amen. Let's go to the book of Second Corinthians chapter number 8. Second Corinthians chapter number 8. Amen. Um, the Bible says from verse 7 but since you excel in everything in faith in speech in knowledge in complete earnestness and in the love we have kindled in you see that you also excel in this grace of giving see that you ex- also excel in this grace of giving i was reading it in the new international uh, version amen upon seeing uh, that you know the, the 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 disciples were doing well in terms of excellence in other areas of their lives. Paul just uh, admonishes them that make sure that you also uh, will excel in the grace of giving. In other words, don't uh, neglect that area of excellence, which is the grace of giving. Amen. Father, we thank you for the reading of your word. We pray that you may speak to us this morning, that you may challenge us. Our hearts are opened. We want to hear from you. Give us fresh perspective in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Righteousness leads to generosity. Once we come to God for salvation and new birth experience, uh, it makes us righteous. Amen. Not self-righteousness, but righteousness that comes from God. And that righteousness... Uh, makes us generous. It makes us to be generous people. In other words, to show readiness to give more of something 
than is strictly necessary or expected. Uh, uh, to be generous uh, also talks about showing kindness towards other people, showing kindness towards other people. So even when you are helping somebody else, you are actually showing kindness. If you give them something, you are showing kindness. In other words, uh, it's impossible uh, to be generous without being kind. Uh, generosity flows from kindness, uh, from the heart of uh, kindness. So you, you cannot be righteous and be a miser at the same time. A miser, ungoko, ungame, unjivana. Because they don't want to spend money, they don't want to buy so that others can, can benefit. So you cannot be a righteous person and be ungame at the same time. That's why the Bible says, don't enjoy the bread of a miser. Uh, because umundu o ngami magakniga something we are gata leon takniga yon maus kuinya le singwa uhamba naso aspegu uti siya fige matunjini na so uzazupatwe isisu you know so that scripture that says um, as he thinks so he is it was referring to a miser uh, it was it was saying do not enjoy the bread of a miser uh, because his heart is not with you. Then as he thinks, so is he. Amen. Amen. Um, um, you, you cannot be a miser and be wise at the same time. In the scripture, um, generosity is equated to wisdom. And, and being a miser is linked to foolishness. Uh, you cannot be a miser and experience abundance and it's so amazing because when we are misers or when we hoard it's because we think the more is the more I will have but the Bible teaches us the opposite in fact you will have less uh, you will not attract the flow that comes your way uh, um, Isaiah 32 verse 5 says the foolish person will no longer be called generous nor the miser said to be bountiful so when you are a miser you can't be bountiful you can't experience abundance in your life take note of this scripture Psalm 37 verse 21 the wicked borrows and does not repay, but the righteous shows mercy and does what? Gives. The righteous shows mercy and gives. If you are righteous, you give. You, you, you go for generosity instead of keeping to yourself. The New Living Translation says, but the godly are generous givers. Amen? The godly are generous givers. And I was sharing with, with Abba Zalane Pinonik to say, we must all pray um, to live a debt-free life so that we can be able to pay off our debts because the Bible here shows us a very painful principle to say being unable to pay our debts makes us wicked. It makes us, it makes us wicked people. Amen. It says the wicked borrows and does not repay. The wicked. So, Amen. 
that's a wicked thing to do. It's, it makes us wicked, amen, being unable. Uh, and the reason why we need to uh, believe God for debt-free lives, it is because the Bible teaches us that uh, a, a borrower is a slave to the lender. Amen. That's why Unkulunkulu is Busisusake City Giti. You shall be a lender and not a borrower. Because borrowing makes you a beggar. Amen. It makes you to live at someone else's mercy. You know, Umuntu, Noma, Angabam Nangangana, in terms of Umzim, Momquilet, we am sab. Uban Amanda Peswa, Kangasho Noma in. And that reduces us and makes us weak. Amen. So we need to trust and believe God that God helped me to be able to pay off uh, my debts. The year of the Lord, uh, as we have declared this year to be the Jesus year. The Jesus year is the year of the Lord. The year of the Lord is described in the Bible, as a matter of fact, one of the ways in which it is described, it is that it is the year of Jubilee. And the year of Jubilee was a year where So before this year ends, let us all believe God for a season of Jubilee. That God help me get out of debt. And, 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 and that the key there is also repentance because sometimes in Gena, with our own doing. Amen. Um, some of us, for his days useless. Amen. So it begins with us repenting before God and saying, God, forgive me. I know I've mishandled my finances here and there, but give me, help me to start on a clean slate so that I can rebuild my wealth. Amen. Are we here, Bazalwan? Believe God. Believe God is able to uh, pardon us and, 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 and perform a miracle for us to be pardoned. Uh, uh, so, presidential pardon. So, President Unamandla of overriding any other thing that has been said. Amen. So if the president can have those powers, surely our God can also have such powers to say, I say, right. So when a bank, when a spanbani, you know, and, and sometimes it can happen by God putting money in your hands and, and, and also expecting you to be faithful to go and pay off those debts. Those debts. So either way, whether miraculously uh, or by God providing, first thing that you want to do is to go and pay, including Abazalwan. from the same house. Good local What is giving? What is biblical giving? 
I've given you these definitions before, but it was in a short space of time, but we are going to unpack them. What is biblical giving? Number one, you will get all of these in detail from the uh, Hillcrest teaching and Pinoni Hillcrest, right? But we'll just browse through them. Number one, giving is an act of generosity towards God, right? Anything that you can give under the sun, it should be something that you are doing towards God, right? Through his house and his people. So whether you are giving to somebody, you are helping somebody, you are giving a church, you need to have a mindset of I am doing it towards God. And it is referred to in the Bible as offering or sowing, uchala. Amen? And it is motivated by love. Giving should be motivated by love. I always say that don't borrow anyone, anything. If you don't love that person, don't borrow them. Choose not to borrow them anything. If, if, and when I say you don't love them, I don't mean you hate them. But if your love is not at the level where you won't mind if they don't pay you back, then don't borrow them. Rather give them. Because only love can neutralize There are people who left churches because they were owed by another Christian, not by a pastor. They were owed by another brother. But they couldn't take the fact that this person owes me, but they worship so freely. And it's the year of Jubilee. We are how Marmatot. Can't you hallow Jenga Banjun Kuns in a face? So it should be motivated. So when we give a church, it should be motivated. Our motive should be love. Sing a nigger and was full of bugua. We must not give because we want attention. We want to be treated differently. You know, we must just give because we love God, because we love His people, because we love His work. It should be motivated by love. Amen. Amen. Amen? Should be motivated by love. Love your wife, love your children. And if you truly love them, you will want to be generous towards them. Amen. Amen. Uh, I know that Kutiwa, we must not love people for what they have. Right? But at some point, what you have needs to show or help you demonstrate your love that you have for people. Or for that person. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. While we were still sinners, the Bible says he demonstrated his love by laying down his life for us. Amen. Amen. <laughs> so, so having resources helps you express your love in a tangible and a practical way. Because at the end of the day, love is not just a noun, but love is a verb. It is a doing word. So if you have resources, it becomes sweet. Come on, couples. When there's money, don't pretend like you. Fine. 
you proved that with the first year or so. But now we ask good manji. So I bless this guy with money. So I'm praying for every husband uh, that may God bless you financially. Amen. And if you are a wise wife, keep on praying for this man because it will become easier. You know, it's easy to buy flowers. It's easy to take you to a restaurant. It's easy to take you on holiday, you know, because there are resources and there are means. That's why as husbands, finally, we are safer. Shem, to take your family out is an investment. The returns is joy and peace. And when you come back, you can come back broke from a holiday, but as you unpack, you you own a credit. You are good for the next couple of weeks. You are good, you know. You are treated like a king. So pray for abundance and believe God that, you know. I, 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 I'm, I'm not saying we must force matters, even if I'm not, but we need, our mindset should be, God bless us bless us to be able to it must not be a far-fetched thing to go on holiday it must not be a oh, maybe after 10 years uh-uh. it, it, we, must, we need to get to a point where it becomes normal that at least this year finally pull me I said I said offend until you'll realize it's not that God does not want to bless you. How can you say this? Because we must save. I agree we must save, but not at the expense of peace and joy and love and generosity towards your children. Yeah, you buy a miser. They buy bread, then they count how many slices are left. So that when he comes back, he will reconcile. It's like when they see a child. Have you, have, have you been in families where there will be a serious fight because uh, and they did breakfast, eggs, poloni, cheese, bacon, and then, no, 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 you, you, you finally choose one. You can't eat everything. You see why the Bible says do not enjoy the bread of a miser. We are queen. I was young and now I'm old. I have never seen the righteous forsaken nor his seed begging for bread. Your children must not beg for bread. If when I was super early single, 
it does not mean your children must also it does not mean that it's not by the way let's break it down it's not normal you know we like preaching these things as, as if it's normal it should be like that no it's not when I say my children will have shoes to go to school so that their children will have five a pair for Monday a pair for Tuesday a pair for Wednesday a pair for Thursday a pair for Friday you know there are certain things that you must learn to hate because they, were a, they are a reminder of where you are coming from. Yes. So let's allow love to motivate us to be generous towards people. That if I love God, I won't mind giving to him. If I love my brother, my friend, my wife, if all the time when your wife needs money, you have to complain, I'm questioning your love. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. In fact, love gets you to a place where you are willing to come second when it comes to the one you love. I'd rather not buy myself clothes so that my children can have clothes. from head to toes. Marry your children. Marumdana Ute Igatulo the Skolo says Kukil. What when Malaik? Umtuana next year finally ever sit. All of a sudden you don't have money. Marin Kelebu Kruvangai. was three years from now my child is supposed to go to varsity who decided to take him out also he part of five years and a scholar to sling on a boat him in so as long as a surprise oh oh when's okay 12 this year I'm going to say now cut the next day we have a city. Wow. Are you the last one to find out? Unjalonje, you were not even positioning yourself for favor before God. But you were just living your life. Loosely. You you didn't you didn't mind. You were vagabond. Going everywhere. But now you are surprised. You are choking. But what is it? For what is it? 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 What is Manjisa, I will be a person to be a woman who is 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 a wo
Botuana Maktuak Puna late lies soon to win. Utuane Manje, come your Kuluman of Miss Gambe Banga. Hey, Gruvisto. Number two, generosity is an expression of worship, or giving is an expression of worship. The first time the word worship was mentioned in the Bible, it had nothing to do with singing. There was no instrument, there was no singing, but it had everything to do with giving. Abraham said to his servants, stay here while me and the lad go and worship. What was he going to do? He was going to give Isaac as a sacrifice before God. And he called it worship. So giving is way more than just contributing. It is worship. That's why you must be careful with your money. Because money is a very, uh, how can I put it? It can work as a spiritual How can I, money can connect you to altars. Tell me for a lack of a better word. <laughs> That's why as a Christian, you know, Tina, as Christians, we, we, we are just so careless with everything. <laughs> Uteni? Au yanga wen? Au shabanga? Fine. Marubani gima alubai tengimbus. Wow. Ask yourself this one thing. Maoyobonu ukoko. I I I ukoko loako. Blababanya bokoko. Ufigwenzeni ubegi mal pants. Not not. Because by a charger. You're not paying for the service. You're connecting to the altar. That's why many of us, our redemption needs to begin where our money went. Because it's worship. It's worship. It's worship. You need to get to a level where you are going to say as a Christian, Yes. Amen. 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 I don't just stop at saying angpuz. My money can't buy things that are linked to other altars. We make life difficult for ourselves unnecessarily. Now you will engage in warfare with things that, doors that you've opened, you know, by just not applying wisdom. It's worship. Giving is worship. It's worship. It, it, it registers, it, it registers in, in, in the spiritual realm. Your act of generosity registers. That's why God says when you give to the poor, you are lending to him. All you did was to help somebody in need. But the Bible says you were lending to him and he will repay you. Why? It's worship. 
It is an expression of worship, honor, and gratitude towards God. Honor. Giving is honor. Is that act of honor. We are doing it out of honor, reverential fear. We don't give out of God, I am better than you. You are down there, I'm up here. But we give out of honor and reverence to God. To say, I, I see it as a privilege to be able to do this to you. Because I know that you don't even need it. And it is, it is gratitude, filled with gratitude, thanksgiving to say, it's a sign of saying, God, thank you for who you are in my life. What I've experienced in my life. Thank you. I don't take it for granted. That's why the Bible says, honor the Lord with your substance. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a symbol of honor. Listen, let me put it even this way. You see, I'm a pastor, for an example, right? And, and, and sometimes people give to me and whatever. Never do it because you think fundis. I pray that we may all correct our posture. Our disposition, we may correct it and understand that when I do this, it's a spiritual practice. It's not, it's not me trying to, you know, look good before the pastor and, 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 and you know, nyamzama. No. Even God himself. You are not, we are not impressing God when we give to him. God does not need to be impressed by what we give. You will see why in just a moment. He does not need to be, I mean, he does not need what we have. The Bible says, even if he were hungry, he will not ask us because the cattle in the thousand hills belong to him. So when we do it, we need to do it with honor, reverential fear to say, God, man, what a privilege for me to appear before you and appear to be giving you something. As God, who is able to do everything. It, it should be a humbling experience that I have a privilege of bringing something before God. That's why we need to excel in it. And, and it has to be carried out by faith, believing. There must be some form of revelation that is linked to my act of giving. I need to know why am I giving? What does the word say about giving? Faith comes by hearing and hearing from the word, right? Why do we have somebody open a scripture and talk about giving before we give? We are trying to feed your faith because it has to be carried out by faith. Be responding to the word that God has said concerning giving. It has to be by faith. It's an act of faith. Why is it an act of faith even? Because it does not make sense. Giving does not make sense. That's why I said earlier it is compared to sowing in the Bible. So if you don't have faith, it, 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 it's not going to yield the results because when we give, we say we sow. But all you did was pagupaskit. What you did was, that's all you did. But the Bible says it's sowing. 
So if there's no revelation, it won't make sense. That's why it has to be by faith. You, you, you need to look beyond the 10,000 that is exchanging hands. And, and look at the spiritual implications. What are you doing? Beyond just meeting a need. Spiritually, what are you doing? Because giving is a very... And if you don't see it that way, you will keep on giving, giving, giving and not see the results. Because you don't, you don't have... Yes, I'm sure you've heard me talk about the three levels of giving, right? First, donation. And when you give as a donation, it means you are giving because you have. Right? I'm helping the church. I'm helping so and so. They are poor. They need something. I'm, I'm, I'm donating. There's no reward in donating. Because it's out of, it's condescending. Right? Two, you give from a place of obligation. I give because they say so. It's a religious obligation. At church, they say we must give. There's offering time. But there's no revelation. Right? But the highest level that God wants us to go to is, is giving from revelation. Where I have understanding. I, I see beyond. That even when I go to put money in the basket, I don't just do it. You know, I just donate my tithe. I just transferred my tithe. If the financial transaction happened but there's no spiritual transaction. Because I feel like it's an obligation that uh, if you give from that place, then it does not work for you. Because in most cases, that's where people say, <laughs> I, don't, I don't expect anything. But that is not what the Bible says. Of course, it must not be our motive. The motive should be love. But we, we, we need to have an expectation. Yes. Because God promised that when you do this, there's something I'm going to do. So that revelation needs to accompany your act of generosity. You need to look beyond the need that was announced. I'm going to say it one more time. Look beyond the need that was announced. Don't attach your giving, your sacrifice to the need that was announced. Attach it to the altar. That you are laying your, your, your gift upon. That's why even when we, we, we were giving towards the building in Pinoni, when we eventually did, I said, the altar is ripe. It is flaming hot. Because it was not just they're contributing towards buying a building. It's a spiritual transaction. It's a spiritual act. Uh, do you know that there are people who are cursed by just, you know, somebody will, will say, if somebody does not like you and they want to curse you, sometimes the instructions that are given to them is that go and get a hundred grand note from their wallet and they take it put inside a bottle shut it put it somewhere say certain things there and they would have dealt with you (laughs) 
So that's why when you engage in prayers for finances, it's not just about God boosting you. It has to be a spiritual thing that goes to certain areas that are trying to hinder you from experiencing a financial breakthrough. That's why we, we refer to it as a financial breakthrough, not just to, not just to battle, financial breakthrough. Something that will come and address anything that is standing against you. That's why when you study the book of Zechariah, I think it is, it talks about four horns. You know, it starts by saying, my uh, cities shall spread out through prosperity. But then it talks about the four horns that rose up so that when Judah raises up their head, they will suppress them. It talks about those forces, those spirits that are trying to, their function is to look at you when you are trying to advance in life. To suppress you and say, you can't go beyond this. And you need to know the tools that were given to us as believers. So that we can be able to fight against the spirit of poverty, curses, you know, lack and whatever. So that whatever that has been following your family and eventually you, by virtue of redemption, the cycle will stop. And you'll say, Mina, anything that came from there, it will not be perpetuated here because the way I function is different. I'm not entangled to that system. That's why I will never link my money with anything that is going to reactivate what I'm trying to run away from. So sometimes, Basmonangati is snacks when we say we don't want to participate in this because these things are are not just ceremonies. They are spiritual activities. So it's not that Funukba snacks. We, we, allow us to practice our faith. Allow us to practice what we believe works for us. Allow us. So, and Nati as Christians, you, and they cause you to doubt your faith. And when I say faith, I don't mean just believing God for something. I mean the way we believe things operate. Simply because you refuse to participate in their art and then they are saying certain things. But it's in the it can't be like And now so to give. Can't we tell me when I lay? When you do this, I'm going to bless you. Why are you threatened by? They said, Why are you scared? All of a sudden. Don't you know that marriage was designed by God? You enter into that marriage, it's a covenant with God. Why don't you trust that? And believe in that and understand that whatever, whoever has pronounced the curse over your family and over your life, by virtue of you being a Christian, the Bible says about us that, that Jesus, the Bible says, he redeemed us from the curse. What does it mean? He paid for his... Because let me tell you this. There are cases that qualify to work in your life. <laughs> I'm going to put it this way. There are certain things that within the world and the space that you live in and you, 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 you signed. I want to know about proud. It was when you were handed over to a certain system 
that says as long as upila kunemsebenze kufanele uyenze and if you don't do them then things will not go right of course you were handed over of course when you don't do those things vel isn't those hamba wrong vel so in other words those cases they are legal in your life but once you become saved and you are a christian the blood of jesus christ when ujesu ati tetele style it is finished it has been paid for it means ikazlake went and paid for leskwelete bonaso sale zonke lezinto bekufayela uzenze ukuzimpilo yakhe be right ikazilika jesus went there and wiped that contract so that you can be free from it yes uzo kwazo kuphila ngale ndlela yena funa ukuthi uphile ngayo so insindiswa kusi backdoor God knows exactly listen Barcelona the bible says there are records the book of colossians let's study our bible the bible says kuna ma records ebe wabhaliwe written zezinto zonke that were supposed to be working against us the bible says the blood of jesus christ went and wiped them so that then now i'm free in other words I no longer have his quality redemption means you have paid the price the the yabona mo kidnetiwe eh bathi sikubambile ukuze azokhishwa lo muntu ufayele kube nemali iransom that must be paid that is what the blood of jesus christ is that is what redemption is usatani kidnapped us legally so because we sinned and God knew that I can't just take them away I must go and pay the ransom first so he paid it through the blood of Jesus so that ungasahlaba inkomo mbuzo whatever that's why the bible says he became a once and for all sacrifice ukuzaphume na uphila adilalela as from today your uncle yanto bowutshelwa yona ukuthi ukuzumshadu lunge file wenze ukuthi ukuze abantwana babe right file wenze ukuthi ukuze umntwana wakha ngagabuli file umfaki state anuke every day and you don't have you no longer have to do all of those things Now this is how we work. You pray, you fast, you give. You sacri- you do you know, all of those things. My tina senzani, siyamlayela uNkulunkulu ngapha imara sisathukiwe sisathi. Mara what if? Aba phansa bajabulanga. Let's pay pile. Abasenalwazi labakhona they can feel abakwazi ukujabula in fact take depend on ukuthi bakuphi ujabula kwabo nokungajabuli kwabo had nothing to do with you kuya ngokuthi ukuthi bakuphi ngoba abanye bathi bazoba sendaweni lakho nokukhala nokugedla kwamazinyo so ukukhala kwabo nokugedla kwamazinyo has got nothing to do with me but everything to do with the decisions they made you see so so let us let us be rooted in our faith let us be rooted in our faith and and we have tools to deal with the spirit of poverty cases and all of those things because every kona status engisibhalile kulezinto zamanje lezi khona into bathi thread ngithamina if you know what you are doing if you think you know what you are doing you better know what you are doing because there will be consequences to your actions 
Because Gunamanji Abenzi is in Bachelutu, Umbolu, Tiamana Luyaz, Twinsan. But there'll be consequences. So in life, cases operate like this. There's always a perversion that is linked to a case. Something that was not done the way that it was supposed to be done, and then there was consequences, and then that thing was perpetuated. And it will take a supernatural power to break that cycle. And unless as a believer you are equipped with enough tools to can deal with such things in your life, these things will repeat themselves. Not only in your life, in your children. Your children will be born into something that they are fighting against. But because Listen, as a Christian, make sure that you take advantage of this revelation that we have so that we can be free from these things and know how to spiritually engage this emotional and that's why the Bible says my people perish for lack of knowledge because if tomorrow you are still going to revive the covenant from that other altar so the fact that you fasted for the last 30 days does not mean anything if you are going to deliberately go back and invoke things that Christ dealt with. That's why when you, when you are Christian, when you say, like I'm talking about giving now and tithing, it's not just a religious act. It, that thing is very spiritual. It's a very spiritual prayer. It's a very spiritual thing. You you will remember. They used to give you ikoto ulume ukafulu kulume. Yeah 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 yeah. What what did you think you were doing? There were certain agreements that we were making, pronouncements. That will tie you to a certain thing. <laughs> Mind you, we are trying to do everything. As we are trying to be all in one. It doesn't work like that. The Bible says friendship with the world is enmity against God. We can't do everything. This is a double adapter. you are filled with the spirit you are rolling on the floor because next week you are something else now so cool many language can't you decide what you want to do? Choose ye this day whom you shall serve. Do you want God in your life? The Bible says you can never serve God and mama. Who do you want to serve? Choose ye this day. Who are you going to trust? Which system are you going to trust? Which altar are you, do you want to participate in? Which ones do you want to destroy? Which ones do you want to keep in your life? Haibo. Ha 
I, we are so lost as Christians. We are confused. We don't know what we want. We At the same time, funu Instead, Utsibe oh, We must not forget that we are Africans. What does that have to do with anything? You said you are a new creature. Christianity says, as from today, you are a new creation. You are now a child of God. Listen, it rearranges everything about your life. You are now a child of God. You are linked to God directly. You are linked to heaven. In other words, your source is la emshaben. So that you can be sustained. But now that you are born again, you are a child of God. Yay! It does not matter whether you are born or sas. In other words, God will not be reduced into, or he will not be limited into moving in your life according to your sin name. No. Don't you know this God that we serve? His name, the Bible says, is above every other name. That at the sound of the name of Jesus, every knee will bow and every tongue will confess. When umzalwane, with that name, usafuna lilala imshabin, your identity is in Christ. He who is in Christ is a new creature. You are a co-heir with Christ. Your inheritance has got nothing to do with your surname. Your inheritance has got everything to do with who your Savior is. Break free from that mentality. Break free from that. You don't, you don't need anything of this world to affirm you or to allow God, to give God permission to move in your life. Fine. Move on with life. Move on with life. Smith. Smith or Tata no mahin. Ah. Hey manche. Uzuyolwa no mamako. Uzuyolwa no mako no mako. Do you want your mother to sit down and discuss issues of her relationships with you? You, you want to be discussing with your mother who did she sleep with? Your mom who gave birth to you. Where the Bible says honor her. You want to reduce your mother into engaging in a conversation about her sexual activities. You are mad. And you think that conversation is going to give you a breakthrough in life. You are mad. Move on. That's why God has positioned himself as a father of the fatherless. And, and a husband to the widows. 
So that there, there must not be anything under the sun that will make people feel useless because they don't have a father. Man, the prayer says, Our Father who art in heaven. Jesus. You grew up without parents. God is your mother and father. Doesn't, it doesn't make you any, any less of a human being. God is responsible enough as a father to take care of you. If only you can just trust him with your life. The problem is that we doubt God. We think God does not have enough resources to take care of us. You know the blood of Jesus made me disappear in their realm. That's why they can't, they can't locate me. Because the, the blood of Jesus repositioned me spiritually. As a matter of fact, where I am, they don't have access where I am. They can't bless, they can't curse, they can't reverse anything where I am. Otherwise, I see again Baba Zalwan. My God is great, greater is he who is in me than the one who is in the world. When Usa 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 Sabi so Uzo in the Hamba Peswind. Usa Saba during the week Benglelenga Mapane Pupelim Benga Papama Nomgamwa Wati. Hey, Quasi Jan Mabuela Malala. Because, like, I, man, he gives angels charge over me. He gives angels charge. I cannot be waking up. The blood of Jesus. Oh, He says he, he does not sleep nor slumber. He says he will bless his own in their sleep. My job is to sleep. She was asking me in the morning. I said, I can't even remember what was going on. I go, I can't dwell there. That's not my part. My part is to focus on the one who said he does not sleep nor slumber. Giving is a biblical response preceded by an acknowledgement that God is the source of all good things. The Bible says in John 1 17, every good gift and perfect gift is from above. 1 Timothy 6 17, he gives us all things. Everything we have is from God. The Bible says no man can receive anything except it be given by God. And when we give from that place, it becomes easy. Because what does it mean? It means I don't own anything. Even what I am giving to God does not belong to me. I am simply returning it. Listen to what, to how David puts it. Yours, O oh Lord, is the greatness, the power and the glory, the victory and the majesty. For all that is in heaven and in earth is yours. Yours is the kingdom, O oh Lord, and you are exalted as head over all. Both riches and honor come from you. And you reign over all. 
In your hand is power and might. In your hand it is to make great and to give strength to all. Now therefore, our God, we thank you and praise your glorious name. But who am I and who are my people that we should be able to offer so willingly as this? For all things come from you and of your own we have given you. Of your own we have given you. Ah, Bazalwan, what a wake up call. Of your own we have given you. In other words, was I so blessed this month and and, and I gave 100,000 rands at church? It was not mine anyway. (laughs) You see, if we look at life from that perspective, the car I drive is not mine. God can come for it anytime. Jesus said to those, uh, I think it was in Jerusalem, he said, go to such a house. When you find a donkey, untie it. And when the owner asks, you tell them their master needs it. In other words, remind that master that that donkey is not, is not his. All of us, there's up, I know you work hard. You, you've earned what you have. It's not yours. Job, when he lost everything, and the wife was running wild. He said, naked I came into this world and naked shall I return. In other words, he was simply saying, I cannot cry over these things that I've lost because they're not mine anyway. I did not bring them here. I found them here. Because we did not bring anything into this world. If I'm privileged to have a car, man, thank God for it. If I'm privileged to have a house, thank God for it. If I'm privileged to have money, thank God for it. But may I not restrict God when he wants to use that resource to bless someone else. We need to allow God. We need to allow God to use whatever resource that is in our hands. To use it to advance his kingdom. Trust God that one day you will be able to give a house, a car. Just believe God that one day I will be a blessing to someone. Just give somebody a car and say, here, here, here's a car. Here's a house. Here, let me, let me pay school for you. Let me do this. Let me believe God to use you at that level. And you will see you will not lack resources. Why? Because God knows that he can trust your heart to channel resources through you. And this is how the Bible puts it. It says, he who waters shall himself be watered. In other words, God cannot use you as a horse pipe. Everything we have comes from God. Fourth definition says, Giving is a commandment given by the Lord to those who are his true disciples. What did Jesus say in Luke, in Luke 6 verse 38? He said give. He didn't even have to explain why. He said give. It's a commandment, not a suggestion. Not if you feel like it. Give. Give. So, how possible it is that we can listen to any other commandment but then the one that makes us uncomfortable. When he says, do not worry, because we can benefit from it. Ah, I refuse to worry. Eh? I refuse to be poor. I refuse to be poor. But when he says, give, 
Now Phila explain. Phila's convinced. Instead, we are trying to make him understand why we can't give. While he knew that, you see, when Jesus says, Arise, pick up your bed and walk. It's a commandment that will be ready to receive if we are disabled. But give. It's like, why? How? Now we have this month. So it is a commandment given by the Lord to those who are his true disciples. And as they willingly obey it, it will be exp- exponentially reciprocated to them. Right? That's why the Bible says, if you are willing and obedient, you shall eat the good of the land. Luke 6, 38, the rest of it, give, and it shall be given back to you. Good measure, shaken down, running over social men, shaken together, running over social men, give to your bosom. So many of us, we want the good measure, pressed down, shaken, uh, shaken together, running over, but we don't want the give part. We want it shall be given and back unto us. But the first commandment is give. Everybody must move mountains for you. But you can't even move a small stone. It's a commandment. Give. And when you practice it, not when you try it, when you practice it, because some of us unigele one Sunday. Ah, Izulu. Ufanele li 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 mengi nyau. Ushuzi unigele Sunday marunkunkunku ufanele a replace lo mnigelo wako alaksaasa. Beswa busisa peswalo. It has to be a practice. It has to be a lifestyle. Something that you are given to. Because we are believing that God is true. If he said it shall be given to me, good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over, he will do it in his own way, in his own time. Mine is to give. Mine is to give. Tomorrow I will give. Have I seen any return yet? No. But mine is to give. Tomorrow I will give. On Wednesday I will give. I will give because he said it shall be given back to me, good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over, social men give to my bosom. That's his part. Mine is to give. Today I will give. Tomorrow I will give. Wednesday I will give. I will keep on giving. I will keep on being generous. And I will leave the rest into his hands. Is it making sense? Blessed, the Bible says, is the hand that gives. It is more blessed to give and to receive. More blessed. This is the practice that cultivates a lifestyle of blessing. You live your life knowing. In other words, I have that confidence. He's not a son of man to lie. Why? 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 I've been practicing this thing long enough for him to turn his back against his weight. Not even me. To turn his back against his weight. It's like, my confidence says, why? Because it is more blessed to give. In other words, this thing is here. It's here. 
Econ, it's within reach. It's a matter of time until it gets activated. It's here. Why? I've been, I'm practicing and I'm not stopping. I'm practicing it. That's why you need to know that as a Christian, God is expecting three things from you. Because there's a way that he wants us to give. There's a structured way that God wants us to give. Number one, he wants us to give what the Bible calls a tithe. You see, when you are a Christian, know this, God is expecting 10% of your income. Why are we not saying amen, God? You see, when you are a Christian, a born again, committed Christian, you are debating when it comes to giving your tithe. I don't know what to say to you. I don't know who to tembein. That's why it means the reason why today I walk with confidence. We are One thing I know, I give my tithe. The reason why I can plan for tomorrow, tomorrow's success and prosperity with confidence. I'm a tither. And there are benefits to it. I'm not, I'm not trying to tithe. I'm tithing. I'm practicing it. Even your salary cannot afford. My question is, God but, but tithing is an issue <laughs> I know this is not a, a nice topic to talk about yeah on the internet they don't like it yes that's why I have a book to tithe or not to tithe I tithe out of revelation I've studied the Bible in and out I've read books that say we must not tithe and I did not find any reason why I must not my Bible speaks volumes to me. The Bible even says this. It puts, that's why I said money is more spiritual. This thing of giving. It in the book of Hebrews. When we give tithe here, it says Jesus receives it in heaven. In the book of Hebrews, he receives it. Jesus. I mean, all I did was to put it in an envelope, put it in the basket. But the Bible says that's why it requires faith, this thing. If you don't have faith for it, don't do it. If you don't have faith, don't do it. I encourage you, don't do it. If you don't have faith, you need to. I need to see myself that ha, as I do this transaction, my king, my Lord in heaven is recording it, is receiving it. And all of the benefits that are attached to it, I am going to experience them. That's why I can walk in confidence, believing that ah, something is going to break. Something is going to give in. I'm a tither. And I choose to believe in that principle. It's my choice. If you don't believe in it, leave me alone. Mina, it works for me. It has been working for me. As soon as I discovered, I heard about this principle. In fact, when I first heard about it, I was not even tied to a local church where I was. There was no pastor or whatever the case may be. I started giving my tithe to a certain uh, pastor, a man of God here in Delma. I started giving him my tithe. 
Because I wanted to do it. Until somebody wrote a book against it, I was so shaken. I read that book. I went back to research. As a matter of fact, the more I researched, the more I was like, yay! This is my only hope. This is my only, this is something that I will not tamper with. Never. This thing is not, my family, listen, the Bible even puts it this way, that when I give tithes, it says, even nabantwana, that's how deep it is so in other words even before I was married and I was giving my tithe it was benefiting my family in advance my children in advance so that Jesus so that so that they don't have to fight anything that I fought they don't have to break away from anything I had to break away from in fact embrace what they are being born into. As a believer, become a tither. Don't allow any system of this world to talk you out of it. Choose that I'm a tither. Come hell. You know, we don't mind and we don't argue. We don't debate. to say motto. It's really tight. It's tight to half your salary. Gone. Every month. Hey, we are under grace. We are not under the law. It's quality. So, it's good. Let me tell you, it's under the law. It's under grace. You have confidence in God. This car that you are owing. And it's, 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 now we ask, every month, we are too hard to put me debit order account. Be a tithe. And then the Bible talks about offerings. A little offering, little offerings. In other words, different kinds. Yeah. But the more you give, it's like it's the more God opens opportunities for you to give. Because He knows how far it goes for you. As a matter of fact, the more you sow, the more you give. It is the more that once this thing breaks loose, no. let me tell you, let me tell you, this is where God speaks about abundance. When he says, good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over, social men. In other words, you must not be weary in wealth. As soon as you sow, cast your bread upon the waters, do it in the morning, do it in the evening, sow in the morning, sow in the evening. Because, let me tell you, this life is too long and too great and too big for it to be sustained by just your salary and your, and your income. And lastly, number three, God is expecting us to also help those who are in need. The poor who are in need, practice from time to time to help people who are in need. Practice giving to the needy and say, go to mundo and meet their need. Why? Because they've been praying to God they've been praying to God believing for a breakthrough and you came and you answered that prayer guess what when those people go back to thank God God will thank you let's stand on our feet lift up your hands and say I am 
the righteous. Therefore, I am generous. Say, I am the righteousness of God. And I am generous. Father, we thank you. In the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you for your blessing that is flowing in this room. Thank you that your blessing is moving in this house. Your blessing, Father, is imparted in your people. The blessing that makes rich and has no sorrow. Thank you that, O oh God, in the name of Jesus Christ, your hand comes upon your people this morning, locating them and repositioning them for even greater levels in their walk with you. Thank you for abundance. Thank you for favor. Thank you for open doors, O oh God, in the name of Jesus. You are not a son of men to lie. In the name of Jesus Christ. Father, we give you our hearts. Our hearts are willing. Make us generous people. Make us to be people who are always ready to give as the righteous. Not to withhold, but to give. To be a blessing to others. In the name of Jesus Christ. Father, bless our hands. Bless our finances. As we come before you in repentance today, we pray that, O oh Father, our debt will be erased. In the name of Jesus Christ, set us free from the yoke of debt. In the name of Jesus Christ. Father, we thank you that indeed we shall experience miracle upon miracle. In the name of Jesus Christ. Father, we thank you. We bless you. Just take 60 seconds, Barcelona, and just pray for yourself. Just speak over your life right now. Renounce anything that you know in your life that you've, you might have mistakenly participated in, ignorantly participated in, even the things that maybe you are not even aware of. Just plead the blood of Jesus and nullify them right now in the name of Jesus Christ. Father, by the blood of Jesus, we nullify anything that has connected us to ungodly altars. In the name of Jesus, altars that... Oh God, invoked curses in our lives. Father, right now, we nullify them in the name of Jesus Christ. But we choose, oh Father, to enter into a new covenant with you, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ. Forgive us, oh God, in the name of Jesus Christ, that anything that was used as a point of contact, oh God, on those altars to work against us, Father, right now, by the fire of the Holy Spirit, let it be consumed. Let it be destroyed in the name of Jesus Christ, oh Father. Lord, we thank you right now in the name of Jesus Christ. That, oh God, in the name of Jesus, you arise, oh Father, on our behalf, oh God. You, we thank you that you rebuke the enemy. You rebuke, almighty God, angels of darkness, oh Father, demons, principalities, powers, oh Father, that forces that are working against us, oh God. In the name of Jesus Christ, oh Father. Lord, we thank you in the name of Jesus Christ for causing us to experience breakthrough in the name of Jesus Christ, progress and advancement. Oh God, in the name of Jesus Christ. Father, we thank you. Father, we bless you. Father, we honor you in the name of Jesus Christ. Oh God, we bless your name, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ. If you are in this room, you have never received Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior, this is your opportunity. This is your moment to come out of whatever life that you've been living and begin a new journey of trusting Jesus with your life. 
come out and openly declare your faith in Jesus and say, Jesus, as from today, I choose to live my life believing in you, trusting you, being your disciple with every head bowed and every eye closed. If you are in this room, you are this person, you say, pray with me. I want to give my life to Jesus. Just lift up your hand nice and high so that I can see it. And so that we can just simply pray with you. You want to surrender your life to Jesus. You want to surrender your life to Jesus. You want to surrender your life to Jesus. Father, we thank you for your word and for what you have done in our midst. We thank you and we declare our lives will never be the same again. We thank you that, oh Father, we are walking out of this place totally free. Walking in the fullness of the blessing. We give you praise and we thank you in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Hi there, this is Jacob Msipa, the Senior Pastor of Builders Church. I just want to thank you for taking time to listen to our podcast today. And I trust that it will bless and build your spirit. Enjoy the message and God bless you.